Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delightful trip into the world of the forums at letsrollforums.com. Now, Let's Roll Forums is a home for conspiracy theory believers, people who are convinced that there's things happening behind the scenes, in front of our eyes that we aren't seeing. And they come together to sort of help each other explore the possibilities, reasons behind, debunk media outlet reports, and so on and so forth. So um, it is, you know, what most people would consider crack pottery, but it is a forum with obviously a lot of people who feel very strongly about what they're doing. And, but before we get into this podcast, I just want to say happy new year to everyone. This is the first podcast of the year of our Lord 2017. And I hope that you made it through the New Year's Eve and holiday times healthy and happy and well-rested and that um, you didn't blow off any digits with your New Year's Eve celebrations. And also, as always, I want to thank everyone who has donated to the patron page, um, the patron campaign for Lou Reads. Uh, I really appreciate it. And if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Lou Reads pretty straightforward and thanks to everyone who's asked for magnets i have sent out quite a few magnets around the globe during this holiday break i have two more going out today to california and virginia and so and i have about oh 15 or so left in the current batch so if you're thinking you know what i need a magnet to hold my 2017 resolutions to the refrigerator well you know what to do email me at loureads at gmail.com and i will send you a magnet whatever and finally thank you to everyone who has written a review of lou reads on itunes and stitcher and other places uh, if you haven't written a review and you'd like to please go to itunes and write a review it's always nice to see the words that people write versus just a star rating but if all you want to do is give a star rating that's fine too of course five stars is recommended okay let's get right into the forums at letsrollforums.com now the first thing we'll read is in the let's roll forum subform 911 and beyond politics chemtrails and new world order forums subform us news and world reports in a thread started by saint jimmy entitled will president trump put hillary in jail and it goes like this. It begins with a poll. Poll results. Will President Trump put Hillary in jail? No. Eight answers for 80%. Yes, but only for the email scandals. Zero. And yes, you'll be punished for all the crimes she committed. Two at 20%. So no is the winning answer. And the original post goes like this. I hate to be seen as a Donald Trump supporter, but I have to admit that President Trump is the lesser of two evils. I have lost all faith in politics because politicians violate every campaign promise they make. Brackets. I just hope that Donald Duck won't keep his promise to build a wall between Mexico and the USA. Donald Trump has said some strange things in the campaign. I at least agree with his promise to put quote unquote crooked Hillary Clinton behind bars. Brackets leading to quote unquote lock her up being yelled at his rallies. Why did I also give you 
you a third option, brackets, besides a simple yes or no. The quote-unquote email scandal is about Hillary Clinton using a private server as Secretary of State so she could destroy evidence, while this made it easier for hackers to get access to confidential information. If Hillary Clinton gets sentenced for a minor technicality like this, it would appear that she isn't totally crooked. I will not list all her crimes here, just because the list is too long. I answered the above question with no. My reason is that if Hillary Clinton is punished, also her accomplices should be sentenced. Continuing, a brackets real investigation into the Clinton crime syndicate would necessarily put Obama and several Bushes in jail. It could even lead back to Trump himself, who appears to have been partners in crime with the Clintons, brackets, and Goldman Sachs. If Donald Trump would really go after the brackets criminal elite, he would be either assassinated or impeached by one of the many scandals from his tumultuous past, brackets. They could even blame Trump for a newly created scandal like they did with Nixon. Here's a sign that has been seen in Iowa. And it is a person with a wooden fence, and above the wooden fence they have a giant portrait of Hillary behind bars. And Mr. Shadow adds, Trump did mention that she needed jail time during one of the debates. Whip-cracking emoticon. I'd really like to see him deport Obama back to Kenya, but I doubt they want him back. Barry's half-brother was tweeting support for Trump last night. Laughing emoticon. And Cybell adds, Not a chance. I did not vote, but I noticed that Hill's concession speech was very articulate articulate, upbeat in spite of her loss, and as uplifting and unifying as possible under the circumstances. She was also very graceful in her well-wishing for Trump. I do not quote-unquote like her, but if I didn't know anything about her and happened upon this speech, I would be very favorably impressed. On the other hand, Trump's acceptance speech left me with a weird feeling. He is not so articulate, and though he praised Hillary for her service, it sounded very rote. He thanked everybody and everybody was dubbed quote-unquote unbelievable. His speech, to me, was somehow empty and hollow, and even the crowd reaction seemed more subdued than I would expect. His young son was in apparent agony and not at all happy to be there. He is on camera throughout acting very very disinterested and perhaps the word is quote-unquote embarrassed. He also has a few nervous tics and seldom smiles or applauds and when he does it's very self-conscious and half-hearted. See what you think if you catch the speech. Trump's acceptance speech just felt very strange. I can't explain it. He practically yanked Pence off his feet with a couple of rugged almost violent handshakes. Then they played a very strange choice of song at the end. In case you are not into rock it is a famous Rolling Stone song quote-unquote you can't always get what you want. A few lyrics. I saw her today at the reception in her glass was a leading man. She was practiced at the art of deception. Well, I could tell by her bloodstained hands. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find, you just might find, you get what you need. Is this a macabre message to Hillary or brackets subliminal? Red meat for the faithful or what? Not an uplifting or victorious song. Weird. Well, I am stocking up on popcorn again and will sit back and watch the show unfold. And Mr. Shadow replies, don't forget that Obama can still pardon her if she gets charged while he He's still in power. And Truth is Sweet writes, he can pardon her if convicted. However, you are looking at maybe two years of legal wrangling on Hillary if charges are made. Obama will be long gone before anything could happen to Hillary. And Cybell replies, disclaimer, I did not vote and had no dog, brackets, dare I say horse, prism break in this race and have no sympathy or affection for either actor slash candidate. The whole election was nothing but a circus and another hoax. 
Some interesting reading courtesy of Miles Mathis. I don't agree with every word, brackets, for instance, the quote-unquote why of it, her illness, perhaps, or perhaps she really is dead and they did not want to try to fool us with doubles for four years. But all in all, his article rings true. Yes, the election was stolen from quote-unquote Hillary and Trump was so PO'd that he gave an ill-prepared, half-hearted acceptance speech and that's where my weirdness feeling comes from. Trump is not happy. He showed his anger with the Pence handshakes, lackluster speech, and macabre choice of music. Trump did not sign up for this. He was hired to make Hillary look good and assure a win for her. He was not there to be prez. I try to stick close to my intuition and to not rationalize and excuse everything, and now I see pretty clearly what unfolded. I knew it was all too weird. This is the surprising turn of events that I had... Oh my god, come on. This is the surprising turn of events I had been expecting, but I expected Trump to fall out of the campaign somehow and be replaced with Jeb or someone like that. I can see now that wouldn't do because too many people would actually vote for Jeb slash other well-known neutral Republican, and Trump's job was to see that Hillary got elected. End of acting assignment. The abrupt turn of the election path was shocking. They put us in some degree of shock during a hoax so that we will not be able to think clearly or pay attention or judge things rationally. Or was Hillary thrown under the bus for some reason? and even Trump wasn't ready for it. On 9-11-16, quote-unquote, she was thrown into a van, brackets, predictive programming, and on 11-9-16, she was, quote-unquote, thrown under the bus. Was the joke not on us, but on the candidate-slash-actors as well? Mathis explains all this far better than I can. And there is a link to a website, which is mileswmathis.com slash trump2.pdf. And this PDF is an 11-page document about how the election was stolen and was a rigged thing. Anyway, back to the thread. And GL69M writes, Cybell, thanks very much for the analysis of Trump's response. I didn't watch any of it. Don't have cable anyhow. I was thinking that they didn't even have to steal the election because of the massively good job Obama and Shillery have done, brackets, controlled op, to paint a false and distorted picture of quote-unquote liberalism, quote-unquote feminism, quote-unquote multiculturalism, quote-unquote progressivism, and the rest was utterly falsified and fabricated by the extreme conservative side, brackets, right-wing white supremacist slash ultra-sexist talk radio. However, your analysis does make a lot of sense. Trump's reticence over being put in there, this one-two punch, propaganda has white America, brackets in general, so terrified of being treated like the rest of the plantation slaves in the world. That's why I don't think they needed to steal it this time. I could still be wrong about that, of course. Very easy to hack the computers at just the right time to pull that off for them. I also wouldn't doubt a lot of black and Latino men, brackets enough of them, voted for Trump out of fear from the anti-feminist propaganda put out there, of which there seems to be plenty of on this forum. If you haven't noticed, brackets, see some of the threads I've commented on. Why no women here have challenged that I really can't understand, except maybe they have bought into the one-two punch propaganda without seeing through it like I have. I also believe the quote-unquote 9-11 truth movement, brackets L-I-H-O-P version of, has a lot to do with Trump's victory as well. The dumbass Kratz, brackets with Obama's stage name to rhyme with Osama, has distanced itself entirely from 9-11 truth, and so they gravitated to that which was quote-unquote barely tolerated by the mainstream, and Trump seems to be the closest thing to 
a quote-unquote truther candidate in the mainstream. Jill Stein's statement about 9-11 truth was much more realistic and hopeful on my view, but of course the Greens have no real power at all. Let's not forget Trump's corporate media connections to the perps of 9-11 and that he was basically a media-slash-plant I witnessed in 9-11 and NYC via the Trump Tower. He made comments that there were bombs on the quote-unquote planes, brackets put there by the jihadis, you have to assume he means not our shadow government, that caused the quote-unquote penetration and destruction of the towers. I'm guessing that the PTB and I'm assuming that means powers that be, understood that what is left of true liberals in this country would simply wake up from their 9-11 LIHOP stupor if they saw Shillery creating the racist-slash-fascist state complete with a useless wall on the Mexican border, brackets, of which the corporate sphere will pass whomever they want over and through it anyway. And St. Jimmy adds, I was convinced that Donald Trump was part of Hillary's campaign. That almost confirms that he didn't want to be president in the first place. I believe that the first song of my favorite Stones album would be more appropriate. It contains the following. Quote, unquote, pleased to meet you. Hope you guess my name. Oh, yeah. What's confusing you? It's just the nature of my game. And John Pruitt writes, in the sustained quote-unquote protest against Trump, we are witnessing the work of the Pope-led satanic pedophile globalist clique. The globalist clique plainly intends to overthrow slash destroy slash conquer the existing quote-unquote sovereign Americans... <laughs> oh, American government structure. Due to decades of mental conditioning, the globalist clique controls a significant faction of the American public, including the American quote-unquote elites. Sadly, for we with nostalgia for our vision of quote-unquote sovereign America, the globalist will succeed. The beast must have his throne. The one world government is the throne of the beast. So, no nation can remain quote-unquote sovereign. It's ordained that all nations become provinces of the one world government. And St. Jimmy adds, Donald Trump's campaign manager, Kellyanne Conway, hasn't ruled out that Trump will make good on his campaign promise to appoint a prosecutor to investigate the crimes of Hillary Clinton. I guess this means that he will wait a few weeks before appointing some corrupt official that will simply wait a while before repeating that the investigation against crooked Hillary is closed. And there's a picture of Donald Trump holding a sign saying Clinton for prison dent. And St. Jimmy replies again. Last Sunday, November 13th, in 60 minutes, Donald Trump actually, quote unquote, answered questions about prosecuting Hillary Clinton. Trump answered with, quote unquote, I'm going to think about it. She did some bad things. They're good people. I don't want to hurt them. And I will give you a very, very good and definitive answer the next time we do a 60 minutes together. Could Trump really have said, quote unquote, they're good people? And John Pruitt replies, I don't think Trump is going to have time to do squat. God, bracket to teach a lesson to humanity, lifted up Pharaoh just to take him down. In similar fashion, the Pope-led satanic pedophile globalist clique has lifted Trump up just to take him down, brackets, and take down the nationalist camp with him. Hardcore anti-Trumpers, anti-nationalists, anti-quote-unquote baby boomers, anti-conservatives, pro-Islamist abominations, and Hillaryites, I believe at least some of you are going to be very happy very soon. I believe something exceedingly shocking will happen while Obama is out of the country. Not a quote-unquote night of the long knives, rather an instant of the long knives. So shocking, I don't quite have the nerve to even try to more explicitly say what I believe we are days from seeing. Also, I don't think my being more explicit would help anyone. I've quote-unquote jumped the gun before. Maybe I'm quote-unquote jumping the gun again. We will soon see.
and GL69M writes, Well, John, if you really knew something really big, the rest of us don't. Brackets, like from the inside or something? Like someone will attempt to assassinate Trump soon? You should warn him somehow. No reason to let that happen if you have any power to help stop it. Even if it in some way thwarts the quote-unquote prophecy, prophecy is really only a guide to what could happen. Not set in stone yet. Still being written and carved. Every second, the fabric of the universe moves through space and time. Do something to try and stop it if you have any power to. Don't sit on it if the knowledge is certain enough. At least that's what I think. And John Pruitt replies, Don't you think Trump is now taking all the precautions he can or will? You think he'd take additional precautions due to getting a warning from some stranger nobody living in a rural village on the other side of the world? I have no quote-unquote inside information, just reasoning based on my evaluation of the forces slash entities in play. And my evaluation is in the light of scripture. What if he received a phone call from a stranger saying, quote-unquote, evacuate Trump Tower, a bomb is about to explode there. What would he do? If he did evacuate and it was a false alarm, what would he do if another caller gave a warning? And again and again. Think about it. And GL69M replies, Good points. I was really thinking more along the lines of if you had an inkling of who, brackets, a, a key figure that had a more specific plot, brackets on Trump or a U.S. target, false flag, or otherwise, not necessarily how. You could maybe warn them via the embassy there in Thailand or through a government anonymous informant hotline or something. They might disregard it anyway. You're probably right, particularly if it is information mainly in scripture-slash-prophecy-like form. Just the thought I had, though. And Ganozin writes, not at all. Trump will not be putting Hillary in jail unless it is some show they want to put up. But of course, just to take attention away from something of actual importance that will be happening. Regarding the speeches done by both Hillary and Trump during election night, I wanted to point out that to me, Hillary seemed to be very relieved, happy to have lost. I have only seen the speech once, but there was a spark in her that I felt should not have been there considering the major blow of losing. You know, Bill Clinton, on the other hand, did look very saddened, but that can all be just because he's a better actor grinning emoticon. While Trump, on the other hand, did have this odd smile on his face, he was rather calm and sort of collected. He had this good message, though, of everyone being united, something I take note of usually because it really is unity that can bring everyone to a better light. Otherwise, it's easy pickings. We're easy pickings. I also noted all the quote-unquote 666s Trump kept dropping, quote-unquote A-OK this and quote-unquote A-OK that. And apparently, on the Wikipedia page of the AOK hand gesture, in the view of some occultists, it is the number 666 due to the circle and the three fingers behind it. The sign is associated with the Illuminati or Freemasonry by some conspiracy theorists, especially when shown in the media and used by mainstream entertainers. And St. Jimmy finishes the thread by saying, surprisingly, Trump won't have crooked Hillary prosecuted, but instead will quote-unquote help her heal, brackets according to spokesman Kellyanne Conway. Eight people predicted this correctly in the poll, 80%. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the Let's Roll forums, subforum 9-11 and beyond, politics, chemtrails, and new world order forums, subforum chemtrails, harp, and Tesla technology, in a thread started by John Simon, entitled, Banned from www.healthboards.com. And it goes like this. I stumbled onto www.healthboards.com the other night, folks, and onto their allergies message board. I saw many, many people trying to understand why they have a metallic taste in their mouth, burning lung sensation and mental fog some days. Some quite serious and many quite desperate to understand what is happening to them suddenly. So I signed up and posted a few replies. Nothing verbose, just a quick mention to look into quote-unquote chemtrails. I went back tonight to look at my posts and found them removed in my username band. I wrote them and here's what they said. 
Then my reply, healthboards.com. Quote, unquote, chemtrails is an unproven theory and is one of several subjects that may not be discussed on the boards. The decision is final. My reply, I appreciate your reply, but chemtrails are far from theory and are a serious health threat. For the people who have confronted the data, the issue is well past the point of debate. Would the EPA allow our cars to leave long, lingering trails like those? No, of course not, so obviously we are looking at something else. For the sake of argument, even if chemtrails were just quote-unquote theory, should not theory be open to discussion and investigation? Why not let people decide and research for themselves? On the days dozens of aircraft are conducted Conducting operations in my area, for example, I exhibit a great many of the manifestations most of your posters are describing and are desperate for answers. It is unmistakable. It seems to me, after reading a bit through your message board, these are typical and acceptable posts and replies. 1. My throat and lungs hurt. I have no idea why. 2. Sounds like you have allergies. 3. I have the same problem. 4. Have you tried Allegra? 5. You should see a doctor. There is little information being passed around on quote-unquote healthboards.com for people to personally explore their condition. And now I have to wonder who many of the people actually are who are quote-unquote replying as more times than not, there is seemingly more of an effort to route people to a doctor or some pharmaceutical product that as well is unmistakable. With a little personal investigation, you'll see this is a serious problem. It's worth noting that you, your children, and your family are not exempt from what is occurring. Sincerely, John. And Ethan Hunt writes, about healthboards.com, quote, The Health Boards community is one of the largest and most dynamic on the web, with over 200,000 registered members and well over 2 million messages posted, in addition to community, through a partnership with WebMD. That explains it. WebMD is a major website for the medical and pharmaceutical industry. They can't allow a topic which doesn't provide them with new customers for the products they are licensed to promote. Let the uninformed, ignorant people continue to suffer. Knowledge is power, and if they want to remain powerless, then let them be that way. And Andy J replies, I concur with your opinion, Mr. Hunt. People who tend to stay ignorant by choice deserve what comes to them IMO. And John Simon adds, Thanks for that info. I didn't catch the WebMD part. Makes sense now. It's interesting how threatened and hot-buttoned they are by a quote-unquote theory. Theories are not much of a threat, but the truth always is. Hopefully many of the people I saw there looking for answers for their sudden maladies likely caused by chemtrails will find other information on the web that will lead them in the right direction. John. And Seaward Sailor writes, Seward Sailor? Seaward? No, it's Seward. And Seward Sailor writes, If you guys are looking for a good health board with an open mind, try CureZone.com. Their motto is educating instead of medicating. A quick search finds many threads about chemtrails, etc. If you have a metal taste in your mouth or you want to rid your body of excess metals, look for Barron's Metal Magic. Brackets, I think that is it. It is a mix of cilantro and corella. And Capricorn One replies, If you had enough time, you could PM the people who had these complaints with a quick link to some chemtrail sites, if you had time. The only cure for ignorance is education. Shame that public displays of truth are banned there. You may have committed a thought crime, John. Wagging finger emoticon. These drug companies would go out of business if they didn't make new diseases and then relieve the symptoms. Three winking emoticons. And hard skeptic ads. John, I know how it feels to be banned from a board when you did nothing but post information in good faith and ask questions. And Phil J. Han writes, H.S., that's all you really do. And having banned a few thousand people now, most of them which were surely trolls, I really don't find your constant whining about being banned just. You're here, aren't you? I let you back because you wanted to settle up and speak your piece. So you have nothing good to say about me? There is very little difference between an honest person asking questions and a troll, unfortunately. Trolls, from my own experience, go from thread to thread, from forum to forum, asking questions which they claim is all quote-unquote honest questions, but rarely are that. Is what their purpose is, is to distill doubt in the minds of those 
expressing the truth as they see it? Want to know how you can tell the difference between a contrail and chemtrails? It's easy. Contrails don't make clouds. Never have, never will. Chemtrails, however, get bigger and bigger. They grow in size. And some areas get hit so hard by them that by the end of the day, there is nothing but a chemical haze covering the nice blue sky. Simple stuff for simple minds. The Bible speaks of certain men who doing nothing but asking questions and often the same ones over and over again. It speaks of them as ever learning but never able to come to knowledge of the truth. I see you in this category. You seem bright and intelligent enough, so you're not stupid. You can write carefully and thoughtfully, which shows you understand and can manage the English language. And you seem to only be here to troll the forums, seeing to instill doubts in the minds of people sharing their experiences and beliefs regardless of what they are. There's a broken JPEG. Does this look normal to you? Contrails? Contrails, which are turning into clouds? Another broken JPEG. Or that one above? And let's take a look at tic-tac-toe. You think this picture below is normal? You think this is just contrails? Broken image. How about these? A picture of contrails in the sky. Here's one from a plane which must have turned off its engines in mid-flight. Broken image. Does this look like a normal contrail to you below? Broken image. Or this plane? Broken image. You see, I already have serious doubts about your alleged intellectual honesty. Most normal people will see these pictures and say, yes, there is something being sprayed out from these planes, but not you. All this will inspire from you is another round of carefully prepared questions. Like I said, ever learning, but never able or willing to come to a knowledge of the truth. Please prove me wrong is about all I have to say to you. Good day, Phil. Rolling eyes emoticon. And hard skeptic replies. Phil, thanks for the pictures. I think they form the basis for good discussion. I hope to post some of my own someday. I'd like to address your pictures in order of what I perceive to be the least persuasive to the point you are making towards the most persuasive. I do so acknowledging that I don't know much about this issue and I'm attempting to operate mostly on common sense and intuition and very little hard research. The least persuasive, at least as I see it, are the quote-unquote tic-tac-toe trails. I see that all the time and the planes that create them. The answer more rigorous with Occam's razor is simply that some flight paths are north-south in direction and some are east-slash-west. As for contrails turning into clouds, my understanding of them is that they are essentially artificial clouds. The following website, which did not seem to have a dog in the hunt on the issue, brackets as near as I can tell, makes clear that normal contrails, quote-unquote, in the presence of higher relative humidities, upper-level winds, can spread a contrail apart to produce a horizontal sheet-like cloud. The same website notes that contrails can retain for long periods of time in conditions of high humidity for long periods of time. Your picture of the uninterrupted contrail is somewhat more compelling. However, before malice should be attributed to it, more natural explanations should be considered. And I can think of several possibilities. First, first, because they are dependent on humidity, the plane may have simply passed through a relative dry patch or wind shear may have blown away a portion. I honestly don't know, but think such things could be considered. Now for the most compelling, and I acknowledge it is very compelling. The last couple of pictures of planes trailing extremely heavy exhaust of some sort. You fairly, brackets, and I think accurately declare that, quote unquote, most normal people will see this picture and say, yes, there is something being sprayed out from those planes. For the record, that is definitely my perception of what is happening based on the thickness of, of the, quote unquote, smoke apparently produced. Like I said, those are compelling pictures. So yes, most normal people, brackets definitely including me, would look at those pictures, quote unquote, and say, yes, there is something being sprayed out from those planes. You are dead on right about that. The question is, would they, brackets, including me, be right? I honestly don't know. Those pictures are manifestly different from the others. They are up close to the aircraft and taken from the air instead of the ground. For all I know, many normal contrails look like that when viewed from much closer perspective. The quote-unquote smoke in those pictures do seem to be coming out of the engines and not from some sort of pod or tank discharging anything, which weighs against your argument. Now, none of that proves you wrong, 
But that's not what this is about, at least from my perspective. Skepticism is not about disproving, it's about seeking proof. Again, thanks for the pictures, good stuff. And true blue ads. I checked out the website Hard Skeptic linked to. Couldn't believe a reliable source would make such misleading statements. I was right. Check out the quote-unquote about link there. I think there's some clues as to who's behind the chemtrails. Tinfoil hat emoticon. And the website that he had linked to is a University of Illinois website that is apparently about world weather 2010 and about earth sciences and dano 4193 writes i had been going there for maybe two years never had a problem until today i had tried to ask him how i can either change or delete my username as it was annoying for me to enter and i had a new username in mind i wanted to use so after emailing them and not getting back any response i decided to just go ahead and create a new and different user profile as soon as i posted something i got banned and when i asked what i did wrong i received a terribly nasty in the face answer back i mean they were really short with me and outright rude. It really took me by surprise and I told them I didn't think I did anything wrong and they should be careful when addressing something like that. Then they replied back saying if I hadn't responded back with such a disrespectful reply, they may have reinstated my user back. Then I replied back and they again got really in my face and cut and pasted the rules in bold. Man, what an attitude that place has for an admin. I told them in so many words all about their nasty attitude and I will report them to the authorities if they continue to harass me and that they are just hurting themselves with that kind of attitude. I mean, really, seriously, I did nothing that deserved that. What a place. Needles to say, I will never go back there nor try to and will not refer anyone to ever use that site. Thanks for listening, Dano. And Diet Review Rats, add me to the list of banned from www.healthboards.com. They accused me of advertising. All I had was a link to my blog and my signature, Rolling Eyes Emoticon. No warnings or anything. If they had just said to remove it, I would have. And Mr. Random Guy adds, Now that is something I can agree with you guys about. Being banned for just discussing chemtrails is wrong. I still don't agree with the theory, but there is no reason to get banned for instigating a debate about it. And if it was posted in the wrong place, they should have warned you first instead of simply removing your post and banning you. And Arthur Itis, an apparently banned member, writes, My wife pointed these message boards out to me after I, too, was banned from the health boards in a similar fashion to others on this thread. What follows was my conversation with the Gestapo that calls themselves admins over there. This was the initial PM, brackets which had the reply option disabled from their mod S4. Dear Arthur Itis, you have received a new private message from health boards from mod-s4 entitled, quote-unquote, you have received a message at health boards. The private message is a warning message informing me that my avatar, brackets the one I'm using here, was deleted because it depicted a photo of a real person in violation of their plethora of rules, brackets, it's from a painting. My first email to them. Your mod S4 deleted my avatar, stating it was done because it depicted a real person in violation of one of your vast multitude of forum rules here at health boards. Just for the record, my avatar was a painting of a human being, not a photo of a real person. Nevertheless, out of respect, I have replaced my avatar accordingly. However, I simply wanted to point out this case of erroneous modding being done without leaving me any way to respond. Brackets replying to the warning was disabled. Save sending you this email. I am a member of a number of message boards and an admin on one, and it seems to me that a place as many rules as this can ill afford to have have an overzealous mod on the loose, in my humble opinion. At A and Y rate, that is none of my business, and I'll try to avoid the pitfalls that lie scattered about the health boards and try to enjoy myself among what seems like a great group of people. Best regards. Health Board's moderator report. Hi, there is no way to verify whether an avatar is a realistic picture or a photo. It may not be left in the place and confuse viewers. You agree to this. And they post the rules of posting your avatar and 
follow up with this site is not quote unquote other sites access to use the site carries the expectation that you will keep your agreement or move on kind regards administrator and arthritis replies no arguments here i simply wanted to point out the error that was made and to offer the friendly suggestion that members be offered the opportunity to reply to such emails at the end of the day it's your board and your decision how to run it it's no big deal it's the only internet right cheers and the moderator replies the point is the moderator was not being overzealous not does the mod deserve to be critiqued the moderators are not required to contact members in regards to rule enforcement and arthritis replies again that's fine except i didn't really break any rule but you don't really care do you you just list a false infraction on my account and all is well in your world so be it it's your board so it's your prerogative to be as unjust as you please i get it okay i will not try to do anything that could be misinterpreted as breaking one of your rules we can just drop it now i think the internet colon serious business and the moderator replies, the infraction will be removed. However, no one can see it but you. You also might try communicating in a polite manner. No one attacked you. And then the moderator replies again, second thought, due to your derogatory comments, access is now denied. Have a good day. <laughs> um, and arthritis replies, I'm sorry, but how was I not polite? Anyway, if you or your mod were in any way offended by something I said, I apologize. I meant nothing to be personally hurtful. And then the following is my rather emotional reply to the mod's email. I have been banned. I joined the health boards to seek out support after having been hospitalized for over nine months with a serious infection that nearly took my life three times and having suffered unnecessary trauma due to negligence on the part of the first hospital I went to. Such negligence that it cost me my pancreas, my spleen, and my gallbladder. Trauma that has left me with PTSD, which has me in tears as I write this to you. I use an image of a painting as an avatar and get it deleted without any ability to discuss the matter with the mod who deleted it. Nevertheless, I use a different avatar and simply write to complain about how I was treated and I get told to stay in my place and how dare I question the authority here? Even if the action was taken for an infraction I didn't commit based on your own rules. You, the admin of all people, treat me like some pariah for complaining and suggesting that the mods here be a little more careful in their judgment and more humane in their approach of, to rule enforcement. I again acquiesce to your authority and suggest that we move on despite my disappointment in your approach to the treatment of members here and then you ban me? I am weeping right now because I don't need this shit in my life right now. I am trying to hold things together. If your intention was to hurt me, you have succeeded. I regret ever having joined the health boards and I will just have to find a different place to find solace and hopefully a place that is a community run by a more kind and sensitive group of people. I hope you are happy. You have succeeded in making me feel terrible and rejected over the most petty of situations. It's a shame that you will never get to know me. And that is truly your loss because I am a pretty special person. I hope you never get treated the way you have treated me. Goodbye. I then moved on to look for a different and more tolerant board. Then my wife pointed me here and I think I'll hang around a bit if you all will have me. The health board is downright bad for your health. I am H.O. And together we stand rights. After viewing some of your posts here, maybe they were justifiable in the banning of your membership. Maybe the problem is you, Aitis. And arthritis replies. I see. So making observations and asking questions are banworthy activities here as well. Good to know. I think you guys would have more confidence in your assertions than to get rattled just because someone new to the place reacts with some skepticism. 
Jeez. And due to read ads, we have a lot of confidence in our research, not some assertions, none of which you read. You dismissed it out of hand, which is not skepticism, it's denial. If you have read a good portion of it, you would realize it's not just a bunch of assertions, but proven facts. I'll still wager that your sister-in-law didn't take a single photo of her office. <laughs> what? I'll, I'll still wager that your sister-in-law didn't take a single photo of her office like the rest of the 50,000 people who occupied the building for almost 30 years. Think about that one, Arthur. There are just a literal handful of pics from that enormous pool of possibilities. 2,000 work days per year times 50,000 occupants times 25 years is 250 million opportunity work days to bring a camera and take a picture of the most spectacular office view available. In three years of challenging skeptics and scouring the web, we have found less than a dozen photos from just a couple of offices. Being generous, the ratio would be 20 to 250 million, which is 1 in 12,500,000. Just a few pics from your sister-in-law could seriously up this ratio, so we're waiting. But I do have confidence that for some reason, she just never managed to take any. That seems to be about 9-11. <laughs> and Arthur Itis finishes the thread before he was apparently banned. I think that your logic is a bit flawed there, in that one must consider what a tiny percentage of photographs that exist are actually published on the web. However, you might be correct. Who knows? I should point out that I have, in fact, been reading this forum, brackets new and old posts since I arrived here. I happen to disagree with some of the conclusions, i.e., quote-unquote, facts, that you all seem to espouse here. I would hope that you can respect my right to disagree. Or is any form of dissent considered trolling and a bannable offense here? Based on the welcome I have received from some here, I assume both are true. So I have kept most of my thoughts to myself to avoid raising hackles among the group thinkers. I think I will continue to do so. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the Let's Roll Forum subforum, the Last American Forums subforum, Government Media and Corporate Hoaxes subforum, the Sandy Hook School Mass Murder Hoax, in a thread started by Bronson entitled Expanding on Sandy Hook Inconsistencies. And it goes like this. From having first-hand training in response to an active shooter situation, I'd like to point out some more problems with this Sandy Hook mess. In this type of situation, it would be an quote-unquote all-available units call. There would be multiple jurisdictions responding, especially in Newton's case, where they have a fairly small department. Once officers arrive on scene, you team up in at least a group of four officers. The number one priority at this point is to eliminate the threat. You go to the threat, eliminate it, and then tend to the victims. Once other officers arrive, they can begin forming quote-unquote extraction teams to remove victims from the scene for treatment. From what I've seen, none of this took place at Sandy Hook. For example, officers get the initial call of shots fired from Sandy Hook Elementary. Let's say four officers arrive and form an entry team. Let's disregard the footage of the chase through the woods with quote-unquote mystery man for the time. The four officers enter the school and go directly to the threat. Wherever the shots are coming from is where they are going. Keep in mind, during training, we are taught to pass up victims and continue to the threat to prevent more victims. So Newton officers are clearing the school, possibly passing teachers and kids, bleeding at even still alive to get to the suspect. They find the threat, quote-unquote Lanza, kill him or find him dead. Either way, no more threat at the time. At this point, the officers become an extraction team and begin removing injured bodies from the school. Any responding units would have been advised of the multiple casualties slash injuries and formed teams to remove victims. Overall, we saw none of this in the aerial footage of Sandy Hook. 
There should have been officers carrying body after body out of that school for transport to hospitals. As officers, we are not paramedics, at least where I work. We are trained in basic first aid slash CPR. There would be no way to tell if every one of the supposed victims was dead on arrival. I can tell you this. I see a five-year-old with bullet wounds moving or not. I'm grabbing them over my shoulder and taking them out to perform whatever I can until EMS arrives. Personally, I have responded to many medical calls over the years. Several of these victims have been dead by the time I arrived. That does not stop me from attempting CPR until EMS arrived. They still transported the subject to the hospital even though they were dead on the way. My point is you don't give up. The nonsense about all the victims were left inside the school is exactly that. Nonsense! Every single one of those bodies would have been removed by every available officer, firefighter, EMT, and anyone else we order to give a hand be it a custodian, landscaper, teacher, etc. In the case of Sandy Hook, we are led to believe that Adam Lanza killed himself before officers made contact. If that's the case, officers would have formed the quote-unquote extraction team I mentioned before. This is simply two officers grabbing the victim while the other two officers provide cover for any additional threats when removing the victim. Mind you, this is for adult bodies and not children. In this case, in this case, one officer could have grabbed a child while the other officer provided cover. I'm ranting now. Forgive me. I know I'm giving away valuable info regarding tactical training we receive these days, but the info is easy to find. I feel it's my duty to expose this for what it is. I said this in other posts and it really shows they must really do things different in Connecticut. Saluting GIF Emoticon. And Bronson continues. Another thing. I made another post about the helicopter footage of police chasing a subject into the woods. Officers arrive and see a suspicious subject running from the scene. They chase and eventually catch and detain a suspect within about a minute. If officers arrived on the scene within three minutes, according to the official reports, this would be at the four to five minute mark. What are they doing after the capture of the suspect? Standing around? Nothing. Showing that there are more pressing matters a few yards away inside the school, namely bleeding kids and teachers. If these were the initial officers, after the running suspect was detained, they would have literally thrown thrown him into a patrol car and begun the above scenario of clearing the school of any other suspects than removing victims. This whole thing stinks big time. And PC Geek replies, The biggest issue I have is the lack of emotion with all the parents and relatives being interviewed in the weeks following. It is so easy to see through their phoniness. I don't think I've seen a single tear from any family member of any victim. And about the response of police and EMT with 26 victims, there should have been a massive CPR effort put forth even if futile. That didn't happen at all. Every victim was assumed to be dead, which would have never have happened if it were a real massacre. I have some other evidence proving the use of quote-unquote loaned kids in the Sandy Hook event, and I'll let you know one thing. It all ties to the Mossad and exploitation slash creation of identities through various corrupt persons. Most of the victims were real living humans created and merged into existing families starting in 2009. Photoshopping of victim pictures was used to complicate the trail of investigation. The evidence I haven't released, but have saved at multiple locations, undeniably proves Israel... Jesus. Undeniably proves Israeli involvement via the use of victim identities from countries varying from France, Switzerland, and Panama, and all tied into Florida. This whole event has people in enough places to create real identities, but many of the persons involved made mistakes with their Facebook posts. Danielle Vabner made some huge mistakes, and without a doubt she knows it's a hoax, and her brother Noah is not her brother. He is a real kid just loaned for photo ops. Her quote-unquote my guy or quote-unquote me guy. And PC Geek adds, and another note, I don't plan on committing suicide anytime in the future. Also, the evidence I have is so incriminating that a second-rate DA would indict multiple people. My evidence is stored with multiple people in case anything happens to myself. These Mossad fucks are ruthless and yet stupid. 
and Orion 67 ads. Good stuff, Bronson. Has anyone heard or seen any of the parents in the last six weeks? What happened to Robbie Parker? The smiling man. They all seem to have vanished. Odd, no. And Bronson replies, Very odd. Makes me want to take a little trip to Newton and knock on some doors. The parents were all over the news 24-48 hours after the tragedy and now gone. I think that any quote-unquote normal parents might be slowly starting to come out of their shells and speak to the media. If these were real parents then, even after six weeks, the heartache would still be too much IMO. And whirlwind ads. The students at the University of Colgate, brackets home of MK Ultra, think Sandy Hook is a hoax. So much for isolated people linking together via the web, brackets according to MSM, mainstream media. Right. And Dr. Fubar ads. Who the hell is John Reby? And post a video entitled, Adam Lanza was not the son of Nancy and Peter. And it has been removed. And PC Geek ads. Video removed by user is a good sign this video is probably getting close to the truth. And Dr. Fubar adds again, the same video, which has also been removed. Let's see how long it takes when they remove this one, grinning emoticon. And CEO Citizen's Eyes Open replies, Bronson is correct. A unit responding to this incident would be hard-pressed to glean enough information to figure out what is happening other than shots fired. The first reports of shot fired, the radio would have been crackling with units responding and requesting info. I do not hear units advising dispatch they are on the scene. Brackets 1097. No units speaking of what tactics they will use, i.e. who covers exits or buildings or covers entry team. At no time did I hear the comm center move the incident to attack radio channel. Channel, SOP, Standard Operating Procedure, in almost all major incidents so as to avoid confusion and heavy traffic on normal channels. I also note that a few units are advising radio of mundane things, i.e. unit going to garage. Unwritten rule is you wait until radio moves incident to attack channel or things calm down before tying up the radio with normal stuff. There is very little important or critical info giving to responding units. Is this radio system made of tin cans and string? The whole recording sounds pieced together. It is the worst I have ever heard. One more big can of worms that your gut tells you something is not right, CEO. And Eva Destruction writes, I've been listening to Police Scanner for about 30 years off and on. To me, it almost sounds as the players are reading from a script, just like Betty Ong's testimony. And Bronson adds again, According to the Newton Police Department website, they currently employ 44 sworn officers, chief, one captain, three lieutenants, one admin sergeant, three detectives, two school resource officers, six patrol sergeants, and 27 patrol officers. The website does not say whether the department has an aerial unit. My guess is hell no. Checked on the hiring process, and it said in big letters, quote-unquote, town of Newton at this time, not hiring. Figures. They probably don't want curious candidates like myself applying and trying to get some answers. My guess is that the department is currently staffed with a large number of state and federal officers. After all, they have said the patrol officers for Newton who responded to the school haven't been able to work due to quote-unquote post-traumatic stress. So what better way to have the state take over patrol duties for the town? Just my opinion. And Eva Destruction adds, Now it seems that the feds, FEMA, I suppose, with the very great assistance of the FCC, changed the frequency allocation tables for the local dispatch system, which might help explain what we heard on the radios and some of the strange reactions by the locals. The thread then, <laughs> the thread then devolves into a 9-11 slash Sandy Hook conspiracy theory involving a lot of arguing about photo doctoring between someone who supposedly died in 9-11 and who may have also been Adam Lanza's mother uh, many years later, I think. It then gets very confusing. <laughs> Anyway, we'll move on. And the next thread we'll read, which may be the last one, 
is in the Let's Roll Forums subforum, The Last American Forum subforum, Government Media and Corporate Hoaxes subforum, The Aurora, Colorado Batman, quote unquote, Dark Knight Mass Murder Hoax. In a thread started by Nizzle entitled Batman Shooting and Movie Theaters, New Homeland Security Checkpoints. And it goes like this. We've all heard about the shooting at the quote-unquote Dark Knight Rises. I can only assume whether it was a planned intelligence operation or a real event that having agents outside NFL stadiums wasn't enough for these guys and the pat-downs will now begin at multiplexes as well. And John Locke adds, Yeah, and they are reporting quote-unquote sophisticated explosives at his apartment. There was military in the theater also. Sounds fishy to me. And Nilsa replies, the fact that he and his parents are from San Diego is also of interest. Perhaps, quote-unquote, sophisticated explosives could be their way of saying, quote-unquote, military-grade explosives. I'd hate to be a New Yorker right now. All you're going to have to show for the same-sex fondling on your way into a theater is a 16-ounce soda. And Together We Stand writes, Booby-trapped apartment with explosives? WTF! Oh, yeah, he had an arsenal of weapons, including an AK, in Colorado, no less. My money's on a staged event. Any takers we see more of these similar type events, they're going to get desperate to get our guns. And Jeremy replies, May I also think the guy in question was under MK Ultra, a tool made by the CIA just to create another disaster in order to put even more dictatorship laws? Just wondering. And together we stand, writes, If it was a staged event, no MK necessary. If indeed it is a real event, then no doubt the shooter was MK victim. Remember the bigger the lie propaganda? I caught a few minutes of this on WGN and it smells terribly of a staged event. A little patience and time and the facts will start oozing out. And Andy Time writes, the briefly reported and then scrubbed assassination attempt on Secretary of State Clinton, brackets, which if successful would have been a surefire cause belly for bombing slash invading Iran, was just starting to percolate in marginal slash foreign news coverage. Now comes this ghastly Aurora, Colorado psyop, which may indeed represent some kind of MK Ultra fueled quote unquote show of power slash saber rattling by one of the various dueling power factions behind the curtain. And Broniels writes, Did I hear correct that the suspect was a neuroscience graduate? Couple of points of interest in these mass shootings. One, why does the death toll always seem to decline when any deaths from wounds would increase the total? Two, why on earth are the shooters free to fire so many shots? 50 casualties takes quite some time, even if every bullet is a direct hit. Why do they not get overpowered as soon as it is clear they are on a wanton killing spree and cannot be negotiated with? Reports are that the theater was packed. Where are the men? Veterans, off-duty officers, body pumpers, adrenaline-fueled teens, or were they leaving it to the women? All seems part of the onslaught on us, getting our acquiescence for gun control, military on the streets at the Olympics, bank bailouts, getting rid of a tyrant, quote-unquote slaughtering his own people. Pretty boring and repetitive, really. And Andy Time replies, Perp news source ABC and others were initially reporting about the brackets obligatory, it seems, quote-unquote second gunman in the early hours aftermath, only to have him, quote-unquote, disappear, brackets obligatory too in the psyops, from their reports by Don's early light. Also a special note is that ABC's Brian Ross, brackets a veteran CIA conduit of neocon-inspired pro-war disinfo junk, is now taking the rap for initially misidentifying the in-custody suspect as a high-profile Tea Party activist. The network is currently profusely apologizing to the same-named teabagger for the potentially libelous mistake. And you can bet the guy is already being besieged by ravenous lawyers hoping to cash in on a juicy settlement or damage award.
And Braniels writes again, It has been reported that there were many families with children in the cinema in Colorado, including six and nine-year-old victims. Seeing the attack has been timed at 12.30 a.m., 30 minutes into the film, and the film lasts 165 minutes. I was just wondering if there are any parents out there who would take their kids out to return to bed at 3 to 3.15 a.m., brackets, if they lived quite close by even if it was the family's fave cult series? And is it not a 12 certificate? Seems a bit odd to say the least. And JK in TX writes, and on a Thursday night, no less, when the parents most likely have to get up and go to work in the AM on Friday, there's nothing odd about that at all, is there? JK. And Thunkerdome writes, that thought crossed my mind, too. It just seems like tailor-made horror for all the pro-gun control fat white mama grizzlies who voted for Obama think Oprah is God and wouldn't sleep with a white man if their lives depended on it. You can just hear the rad left narrative at play. Evil white male with too many guns fires randomly on public. Oh, and he shot babies, too. It doesn't add up that there was a four-month-old baby and a six-year-old, etc., in this horribly violent movie at midnight witching hour unless some satanic coven was having a family night out. But this is John Bonet Ramsey slash Harris Klebold slash Denver airport wacko land so nothing would surprise me maybe it's the thin low oxygen high altitude air combined with too many mind-numbing meds who knows and together we stand writes so far i've seen three brackets three different totals of persons killed exclamation point two 14 and 15 so the place is filled with smoke and the mm -hmm, gunman is wearing a gas mask wielding an ar-15 a 12-gauge shotgun and a glock eight exclamation points i call bullshit Try holding an AR-15 in one arm and a 12-gauge shotgun in the other. This character hardly looks big enough to hold up his own Johnson. And Braniels writes, I am not totally aware of the gun activity in Colorado, but have been all over and note that carrying handguns or keeping in-car slash pickup is very common. I cannot believe there was no one in the Simema and adjacent screens that was not loaded or could not have got a piece form their car to bring a shooter down. And due to Reed writes, this seems like it had the same quote-unquote producer as the Giffords shooting. It definitely is not usual for police to transport victims. He had no online presence and nobody knew him. Plus, as usual, they don't keep their story straight. The introduction of the makeshift hospital doesn't seem reasonable. Unless they had one that pops up out of a magic box, these things take time to set up. Not a long time, but time. They are used for mass casualties. 20 to 30 people is not a mass casualty event. By the time the fastest hospital could be set up, that number of people could have received treatment by using other area hospitals. He reportedly enters with the crowd. He dons a gas mask, vest, neck protector, shotgun, handgun, and rifle after propping over an emergency door. This only leaves two options. He carried this stuff in with him, no coat, summertime. He stashes the stuff outside the emergency door. Even if this was done at the last minute, he still had to enter with the crowd, sit through the tailors, wait for the exact moment in the film leaving a big pile of stuff outside unattended. This is more than a backpack full of stuff. No one noticed him going behind a crowded multiplex with a shotgun and a rifle. He didn't consider this possibility that someone would get up or come by brackets usher and simply unprop the emergency door, leaving him locked out, all dressed up like that, and no one to shoot? Checkpoints and pat-downs. You papers, please. And Nizzle adds, Everything about this reeks of a staged event. The fact that local authorities and FBI agents were spared from death by explosives by the kid fessing up seems completely ridiculous. And Big Texan adds, One thing I'm wondering about is why the need for a smoke grenade in an already darkened theater. There would be no need for smoke, and if the house lights did come on at some point, it would have made for better target sighting. So like this so-called quote-unquote Jared Laudner, who is the guy who shot who is the guy who shot Representative Giffords. We will probably never see an actual video of this guy, but instead we'll have to believe that he exists. 
from only the words of the media and some wacky pictures. Eventually, they will have a mock trial complete with cartoon, quote-unquote, sketches, but no actual pictures or video of the defendant before the trial, during, or after. Look at the word, quote-unquote, sketch itself. A quote-unquote sketch is a short play that is done on a stage. I wonder how many of these quote-unquote trials of these terrorist murders and other various types of criminals that have been quote-unquote reported on all these years and all that was shown was a quote-unquote sketch drawings at quote-unquote news time weren't really just false flaggers events. Only sketch drawings for defendants that don't exist. But of course, a couple of real cases also done this way, so the rest looks real also. Let's play pretend. Six commas. Shall we? Four question marks. And John Locke adds, Just saw the Joker's court hearing. He was drugged. His eyes went shut, then wide open, then shut again squinting. He looked confused. They are keeping him from spilling the beans to the truth. And Big Texan adds, This is a little coincidental. 11 commas. Brackets official death slash injury numbers. Two apostrophes S. Quoted from 5 Right arrows. Wikipedia Aurora shooting. Quote unquote, killing 12 people and injuring 58 others. 12 and 58. 1, 2, 5, 8, or 5, 8, 1, 2. Any combo. 5 plus 8 plus 1 plus 2 equals 16. And he includes a photo of the theater, which was Century 16. And finally, Tharind Who 015 writes. The Batman is great. Joker is the best. Well, what do you think of that? That's a whole lot of conspiracy theories. And a lot of people who are willing to believe that nothing is real. It's pretty amazing. And highly disturbing. To think that all this time I have been believing the things I've been seeing in the news and reading about and people's eyewitness accounts of things when it's all been I've just been duped we've all been duped is this podcast real I'm not even sure anymore I am trying to think if I in college a friend of mine a very good friend of mine was a super hardcore JFK conspiracy theorist and could just rattle it off at the just anytime anyone brought it up and all kinds of you know global conspiracy uh machinations he definitely knew a lot about it and it was it was uh you know it was convincing to some degree you know to what end there are a lot of things on this website that when you click on the photos and stuff a lot of people who claim to have evidence all the time that they're keeping to themselves or they have shared with other people but they won't share on the forums there's a lot of things that are sort of repeated in themes people not wanting to share their evidence people not wanting people claiming that they are not going to commit suicide because they expect to be murdered for um, daring to ask the questions a lot of people who are in these events die so like let's say an eyewitness to a shooting will die or someone who survived a shooting will die and they'll be like oh they were murdered has to be i guess i may be deluded but i'm not sure it's healthy to be that paranoid about everything that's just my that's my opinion i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who feel completely justified by their terror and disbelief in everything they're told uh anyhow so until the Mossad silences this podcast i will keep doing it (laughs) Eh, okay so first podcast of 2017 Happy New Year to everyone who listened, uh, and thanks 
and thanks for your continued listenership. I really appreciate it, and I'm glad I've been sending out so many magnets again. I've already sent out several magnets in the new year. And I say to this, if you sent me a request for magnet and you never got it, please email me at loureads at gmail.com. I am not the most organized person. I do a pretty decent job considering of sending out magnets to everyone who asks. But recently someone asked for a magnet for themselves and their friend who asked for one and never got it. So I felt like a complete idiot. So just ask for magnet. No big deal. What else? As always, please remember to write reviews of the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever else you listen to podcasts. Tell all your friends about it. Make them listen to it on long car trips. I hear that road trips are popular this year, so please drive around listening to my voice. Hooray! (laughs) And that's about it. What a way to bring in the new year. Or is it even a new year? How do we know the calendar makers aren't in on it? So anyway, happy new year. Happy podcasting, happy listening. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads, the internet for you. Let's roll forums edition. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.